Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is BC. This is another podcast episode. We're back in town. We just finished the Team BC Nationwide Mastermind. I'm excited to be back. We're really going to finish out the year strong and have an amazing 2021. Supreme Being, if you didn't know, this is my podcast. It is on every major podcast platform. Additionally, if you guys are looking to uh, get closer to me, more support, coaching, that kind of stuff, I recommend you go to briancasella.com and check out my products, but mainly Modern Success, which is my coaching program. I have over 300 active members at the moment, and it is thriving and growing by the day. Anything else you need, Team BC sold for my team. Join teambc.com if you're interested in joining my team and you're in real estate. If you're also in real estate and you want to partner with me at eXp Realty, you can go to partnerwithteambc.com and check that out. Otherwise, we'll get right into the podcast. Now, I constantly get asked questions about, you know, putting new people in your life, upgrading your circle, getting better friends, or developing yourself to be that friend to other people. And because of that, I wanted to come on and do a quick little episode. Okay, again, this episode will be available on all podcast platforms. If you're listening live anywhere else, this is Supreme Being the podcast, right? Number one, when you and I'm going to give you five things today. The first thing is this. For the people that are in your life, like friends, right? Anybody you consider a friend or anybody you deem to be a part of your circle, normally when you guys see each other or you communicate, what's the first thing they say normally? There will be a theme around it. They may not say the same exact words, but there'll be a theme around what they say. Is it positive? It's, is it negative? Is it about ideas and progression and you guys growing as individuals and as friends in your relationship, whatever that is? Is it just, you know, gossip? Is it what's going on in the news? What is it? Ask yourself, what's the first thing this group or this individual says? And that will tell you a lot. You know, when I first ran uh, this by myself years ago, when I started really focusing on the people I kept around me, it became glaringly obvious after looking at this first point that I needed to tone it down and distance myself from a lot of people, right? Or minimize the interactions with them. Because I said, look, it's not that I'm better or they're worse or vice versa. It's that I'm on a different journey. I'm on a different path. And what I resonate with, what I enjoy, right? What I vibe with, it's just different, right? They're going to live their lives. I'm going to live mine. But now we've hit a fork in the road with that uh, individual, okay? Or that group, whatever you want to call it. What's the first thing they say? And very quickly, that will give you a lot of insight and information into some of these relationships that you have and friendships, because we don't stop and think like that, right? We've been bombarded with so much shit from the media and growing up about how we're supposed to have friends and so on and so forth, that we've never taken that power back and thought about it. You can, right? You have that innate right. And you must have standards for etiquette, friendships, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. I, I don't know along the lines where that became wrong. You know what I mean? And, and I see it so much. So draw that line, have that standard. You should have it everywhere in your life. You must have it everywhere in your life. And if you don't, then you're going to live the existence that everybody else lives. And most people, I, I know this from experience, a lot of people, maybe I won't even say most, but a lot of people are miserable and their friendships and relationships. And they're always venting about it. Even with their you know, partners or spouses. It's sad what I hear from people because a lot of people feel comfortable with me and they'll divulge a lot of personal information, which 
obviously I don't, I don't air out, right. I don't say names and all that in situations, but man, it, it just, it, it doesn't surprise me anymore. It used to, cause I didn't think it would be that bad. So that's the first one. What's the first thing they say? Pay very close attention to that, right? Number two, when they talk to you, right? Are they asking you about what you're doing and genuinely taking interest in it? Are they looking at your projects, what you're working on? Are they supporting it or do they just not give a shit? And again, I'm talking about your circle. This, these are people that supposedly you have connections with and you're close with. Are they invested in what you're doing? When you share it on social media, are they sharing it? Are they commenting? Are they liking it? Are they showing any kind of support at all? At all. So that's something you need to look at because how many people, like I go on my Facebook, right? Everyone wants to work for me. Everyone wants to be my friend. I make a post. I get maybe 50 or 100 likes and I have 5,000 friends. Where are they at? Supposedly, right? Oh, man, love your stuff. Or, oh, man, they, they would go out and tell people probably that I'm their friend, right? A lot of those people, maybe not all 5,000, but I guarantee you 500 or 1,000 of them would say, oh, yeah, Brian's my friend for sure. But where's the reciprocity? There's a lot of people who I like their stuff all the time, even on social media, and they never like my shit. I know it for a fact. All right, we were interrupted there by one of my cats. Anyways, now that was an extension of social media. So those may not be your friends. Okay, so that's fine. That was more general advice. I will go out of my way sometimes while I'm on because even though I don't really consume too much on social media, meaning I'm not like watching other people all the time, it's very little. It's mostly me creating. I'll still take the time to like and share things right? Pretty often, actually. But I'm talking about your close friends now. If you consider somebody a close friend, and you are doing anything to better yourself, they better be supporting you. Okay, not that it's a requirement, but there should be some encouragement, some talk around it. Like if you just committed recently to lose weight or change your lifestyle, I would assume they would be in your corner checking in with you. You know, when you post liking it or sharing it or just saying, dude, appreciate the fact that you're doing that. That's cool. Some sort of acknowledgement some sort of acknowledgement, right? I mean, that's the least they could do. Throw some good energy your way. What does it take? Let, let's think about this for a second. What does it legitimately take for somebody to take a couple seconds to shoot you a text, like your stuff, or acknowledge you? It's literally seconds and many times. So that's why I'm bringing this up. Because if you supposedly are important to somebody or a priority, depending, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether it's a family member, a business relationship, intimate relationship, there's some sort of importance there. You know, there's some, some type of label put on that. Like, okay, there's a meaning here, right? There's more than just the average acquaintance level that we've, uh, you know, granted each other, right? There's some significance granted, I guess would be the best way to say it. I would assume there would be some of that, right? It's something to think about because, you know, when you really take stock of that, you'll see that many people you give, 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 give. And for every 10 times you give, and again, when I say give, I don't just mean stuff. It could mean attention, time, thoughts, feelings, 
you only get back once and you're giving 10. There's a severe imbalance there and you need to check that, all right? Number three, the people in your circle, I'm assuming, especially if you follow me, are probably in tune with you in the sense that you're bettering yourself. Now, my question is when these people are reading new books, going to events, meeting new people, are they including you? Are they inviting you? Are they encouraging you, right? Are they including you in what they're doing and their journey? Again, if this is your circle, that definitely should be a part of your circle, 100%. Yet I see this not happening. It's almost like you'll have people that you call your friends and they're like scheming, secretly trying to get better and get ahead of you or anybody else just to hold it over their heads. Like, oh, I'm doing better than you. But you claim this person's your friend. Or it's the same person. That you, like I see people go out with their friends and in quotes, right? Their friends. And they'll go out and one of them will meet a girl. They'll ditch their friends to go with a girl and not tell them anything and just leave them stranded there. That's not a fucking friend. If anybody ever did that, that never happened to me, right? But if anybody ever did that shit to me, I would cut them off that night. That tells me everything I need to know about somebody, right? And that's just one example. That's just one example. If I got invited to something and I came with a group of friends and I find out that, hey, you got invited, but your friends can't come. And those are my actual friends. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to say, well, I came here with my friends. I can't leave. Good luck. Or give it to somebody else. Right? What happened with honor? What happened with genuinely caring for somebody and, and wanting the best for them as long as yourself? Right? Simultaneously. I feel like that's lost. There's no sense of loyalty and, um, you know, respect among your peers and your friends. Again, remember, I want to say this again. This is for people that you selectively say, this is my circle. This is my people. This isn't random acquaintances or people that, eh, I know them. No, these are people that you say, this is my ride or die. This is my friend. This is the homie, whatever you designate it as. Like if you were to be able to select those five people to do that once in a lifetime thing, these would be the people you would take with you, right? I don't see that anymore. Very rarely. Almost so much so that even on a lesser level, some people that I give good gestures to or take my time to spend some time with them or encourage them or whatever, what I get in return as far as them, like they're astounded or surprised that I would do that for them, not really knowing them. I'm sitting there saying, dang, there must be nobody in your life that's offering that. And it's sad. It breaks my heart sometimes because our circles may be small and yours will be too as you develop and get better. It's just the way it is, right? It's, it's being lost. And this is like a basic friendship, right? Because we all want to improve ourselves and our circles to ascend more, correct? At the same time, you will find that there's very few individuals who will want to do that with you. And along the way, you're going to spot these things and they're going to be red flags. So you'll be able to designate very quickly for me or against me, right? And at the end, remember, you are not wrong for having this standard. I'm going to say it again. You are not wrong for this. Have this standard, right? Or something similar to it. Again, I'm giving advice and you don't have to do exactly as I say, but I would recommend you would create your own list and have it as a standard. Because if you don't respect you and your standards, no one else will, all right? Here's number four. Do they interact with you, communicate with you without an agenda? How many of you have friends who only hit you up when they need something? How many of you have friends that only come around when there's like a party or something like that? When there's like something that they can enjoy or feed off 
or mooch off of you instead of just interacting with you, you know, with no agenda, with no hidden agenda. Because I cut out a lot of people years ago who were only in it for the party and the fun stuff. But when you needed a ride late at night, they would ghost you. But when they needed a ride, they would blow you up and then hang it over your head if you couldn't go. How many of your friends only hit you up when you got the PS5 or the new PS4 or that new car or Gidget Gadget and they want to ride, but for the year before that or six months before that, they were non-existent? How many of your friends didn't support you when you started your business and your hustle, yet now when you started making money and you're more successful, hey, they pop up. Hey, man, how's it going? I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's like, oh, yeah, now that I buy the new car, you're all in my DMs. Okay, that makes sense. But have we stopped to think about this? And you, being a good person, you'll actually feel like a bad emotion in you. Like, oh, man, I should respond to this person. It would be fucked up if I didn't answer. No, because I ain't feeling that shit for you. So even having that feeling yourself indicates that, you know, you have a conscience and you're genuinely a good person. See, but we've been taught incorrectly. Oh, no, you should, you know, talk to them and this and that. Fuck that person. No way. They disappeared. When you needed them, they were gone. When they could have lent a hand and shared your post or liked it when you really need it, non-existent. But now all of a sudden, because you have a little bit of attention on you and some momentum and you're winning, they want to latch onto it. Fuck that. No, no free rides here. Sorry. Not here. And I don't give a shit if you don't like it and you want to get mad and curse at me. I could give a fuck. I don't care. Deal with it. No one wants to hear it. Then they'll try to make you feel bad and manipulate you with it emotionally, which is sad. Super sad. But again, as I'm saying these points, I'm sure a couple of examples have come into your mind. Maybe some of you need to have a conversation with somebody and bring this to light. I'm sure many pop up for you. They have for me, right? Now, this cleansing process is going to take some time, and many of you for a moment may feel alone. That's okay. That's okay. That's a part of the process. You have to shed the old to bring in the new. Before there's light, there's darkness. That's okay. So when you upgrade and you change, there's going to be that interim where you feel a little lost or lonely. It's totally normal, all right? And here's the last one. The people that are around you, the people that are around you, right? Are they talking drama, talking bad about people, gossip and all that crap? Because if they are, get rid of them. I can't have that shit around me. I don't want you to come to me and talk to me about so-and-so and this and that. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't care. That's why a lot of, oh, BC, do you know this person? Do you follow this person? I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't have time. I don't have time. Or so-and-so got in a fight with so-and-so. What do you think? I don't give a shit. I don't think about it, right? Now, some of you are innocently messaging me that again. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, again, somebody that is in your circle that you deem a close friend and you're ride or die. If they're always talking about other people and drama and gossip, especially this, they're bad-mouthing people. I never want to be around when you're bad-mouthing people. It's stupid. I don't bad-mouth people. Why? It's going to come around and bite you in the ass. But 
how much free time do you have to badmouth other people? It's stupid. I talked about this recently on a YouTube video, one of my points on living a better life. Why do we spend time badmouthing people? What the fuck is the point? If somebody's really as evil or bad as you say, fucking do something about it. Don't just talk about them and gossip about them and make videos about them. It's a waste of your fucking time and energy. It doesn't do anything. When are you seeing me do videos just calling people out and ripping them? I don't have time for that. It's drama and it's gossip. Okay? And anytime I do turn on the TV, which is like once every fucking couple of years, that's all I see and hear is bad-mouthing this person. Oh, this person's a piece of shit. Da, da, da. God damn. Then we wonder why society is in the state that it's in. And everybody's so goddamn fucking sensitive about everything. Because all they do is listen to people bad-mouthing other people. And then the other people bad-mouth them. And it's a vicious fucking cycle. It's dumb. And there's so many consequences and repercussions for that. Yet we don't realize it. But again, for the people in your circle, why would you be around this? I don't have time for that type of conversation. You know why? Because it's a very low level frequency, very low type of like grade level one elementary in life type of conversation. It's dumb. I mean, I remember having those conversations on the schoolyard. Oh, did you hear about little Timmy, blah, blah, blah. Again, that's some elementary school, high school shit. Why are we still doing that as adults? Who gives a fuck? Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? No, I don't care. Those are my answers. And I very quickly drifted away from the people who were on that level of type of talk. Why would I be worried about other people to talk about them, especially in a negative way? That doesn't make any sense. I'm focused on me and what I'm doing and my tribe and my people. Straight up, that's it. And there's not, again, I'll say it again. There's nothing wrong with that. If everybody lived by these rules collectively, we'd have a different flock of people, especially on the planet. If everybody did this and thought this way and had this standard, we would respect each other more and we would come at each other correct, not with all the bullshit. But these are some simple steps. This is a couple of many. I have dozens and dozens and dozens of, of rules, right? and standards. This is just a few that I can, you know, impart and tell people because this is this subject's on my mind all the time because a lot of questions and concerns I get from people are around their circle. And a lot of people, believe it or not, are telling me, the majority of them, that they can't cut somebody off. You can cut them off. What the fuck are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? If you want to cut somebody off, cut them off. You don't owe them shit. They don't owe you shit. It goes both ways. Cut them off. Oh, but I've known them 10 years. Yeah, but if you guys aren't giving anything to each other or that person's sucking your life force out of you, why the fuck are you around them? You're choosing to be around them. You're choosing to be in that position. So if you're going to suffer, it's your own fucking fault. Facts. Doesn't change anything. So instead of complaining, do something about it. But again, that falls into the category of what people call confrontation and I don't want to do it. Just fucking do it. If you can't handle that, then you're never really going to ascend. Because that's very, again, fundamental. It's not even confrontation isn't even bad. It's just, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Bye. You're going left. I'm going right. Let's part ways. Peace. They get mad. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Okay. But these are some things that you need to handle in your life because this will affect you to the core. This is one of those subjects that if you don't have it handled, it's going to affect your relationships, right? Personal and business, your business, your finances, your mental clarity and sanity, your emotional state and everything else. And that pretty much sums up life. Everywhere, it'll affect you. It'll affect your self-esteem and your confidence as well. Because if you don't have the balls to cut somebody off, 
you don't, you're, you don't really, you're not really good with yourself on the inside because you don't think you're worth it. And you think you should be suffering those consequences of whatever that is, unfortunately. Okay. So I'll end it here. This is a subject that I think will never die and people need to hear continuously because I don't understand the difficulty and challenges around these subjects. I really don't, you know, you grant somebody and they grant you that title and privilege of this is my ride or die, or this is in my inner circle right here, this person, this individual, man, y'all should both hold each other to a very high standard because that's a very elite level of relationship and significance that you only give to a handful of people, or maybe a little bit more throughout your whole life. And if it's something that sacred, why do we just treat it like shit? It doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. So handle it. And you'll see within the next six months to a year, your life will completely change in every area, but you got to tackle this shit head on. All right. That's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you listening. I will circle back on Wednesday and do another episode. We're available on every major, major podcast platform, Spotify, Google Play, um, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, Podomatic, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe on whichever your preferred platform is. Again, if you guys need more support from me, coaching, that type of stuff, uh, I recommend you join Modern Success. 300 plus active members at the moment and growing by the day. You can go to briancasella.com or go to the link in my bio on Instagram. Also, if you guys are interested in joining my real estate team, go to jointeambc.com. If you want to partner with me at eXp Realty and necessarily not work for me on my team, you can go to partnerwithteambc.com. Other than that, you need anything, hit me up every Monday and Wednesday, Supreme Bing, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're out. Peace.